Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the evolution of the Funko Pop? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? For once, I can say good evening, and I feel like I can meet it, because, by God, it's finally official. The election nightmare is over. We can all sleep better at night. But is it, though? I don't know, man. I hope so. (laughs) I saw a tweet that was like, it feels like the final 20 minutes of the horror movie after the monster (laughs) is dead, but, like, it's not over. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Um, I really felt like... So, like, 2020 is just bad, right? Yeah. It's gonna continue to be bad, but I feel like we just set up the first thing to go good next year. Yes. You know? Yeah. It has felt like walking through a dark tunnel for the last four years, and all this time we've been walking toward this thing that's either a painting of the outside or it's the outside and i was so afraid that we were going to reach it and just find out nope it's just a picture and then turn around and have to walk another four years at that tunnel but yeah there's the light we are outside we are at the we're at the edge of the tunnel you guys we're right there just keep on trucking yep just a couple more months um well like two more months yeah we've tried to avoid like talking about the election on the podcast just for the fact that it's so stressful and this is trying we try to be like a stress-free environment for you guys. We want you to come here and be happy and not have to stress about who the fuck is in the White House and what in the goddamn they're doing. Yeah. Sometimes I go on unhinged rants (laughs) that we cut out, but it's fine. But it's fine. But it's fine. Yeah. uh, We watched the speech on Saturday, wasn't it? Yes. Saturday morning. Yeah. So we watched it on Saturday. Uh, Taylor pretty much bald like the yeah. whole time. Yep, yep, yep. And I was just like, "Wow, this feels normal." Doesn't it? It feels good to watch a person speak with yeah, such. This is a normal speaking that is happening. <laughs> yes, yeah, just like a a nice gravitas about him. You know, he's got like presence and just exudes responsibility. And Kamala is just the wonderfulest person on fucking earth, I mean, and I'm so. I happy. really liked hers more. Absolutely, hers was great. Yeah, I'm just ready for like leadership again. It's been, it's been a fucking time. Yeah. To that effect, 2020 is still a pile of shit. It sure is. So, we have to open this with our new favorite tradition. Coroner, corner. Who decided 2020 was so bad they decided to leave? Yeah. Um, so first, we would have Sean Connery. One of your favorites. Which is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's just kind of there, you Honestly, know? Honestly, he wasn't even that old, was he? I mean, he was, he was old-ish. I mean, yeah. Well, no, I think he was 90. Was he? Yeah. God. He was hot when he was young. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> why, why do you think he was James Bond, yo? Wow. I... Is this him as James Bond? Oh, my God. I've never seen any of his okay. James Bond movies, so I'm just like... Send me a picture, and I will let you know. Because, like, I'm looking at pictures of him right now. Yeah, that is that is James Bond, like, back in the day. Yeah. My God. How his have you eyebrows. never seen, like, like, what James Bond looks like? Because that's I... it right there. I've probably seen this picture of James Bond before, but I was never aware that it was Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's always just been, like, a real, like, cool dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know just how... how Scottish that man was. Yeah. 
he like was the most proud Scottish person of all time. He loved Scotland. It's like his favorite thing. He opened up like so many like museums there, I think, and he donated really? a bunch of money to stuff. Like he was all about cultivating Scotland. He wow. loved it. He I loved it there. That. But I mean, I guess that's kind of like where he's from. So that's where he wants his ashes scattered, according to Fox News. Yeah. And then we got to go with the other one. This literally just happened, like, not even too long ago. Oh, my, my God. dear, sweet hero, Alex Trebek, passed away after he his was very 80. long battle with pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I'm just, like, rubbing my eyes and <laughs> the disbelief of what this year is. Like, I can't. I know. Oh, my God. It's upsetting. So, um, I mean... Alex had been sick for a while, and I know, but everyone knew. But it, just, it fucking sucks, regardless. Like he was always so bright and cheerful and chipper, and just I I thought if anybody could beat the odds, he could. But yeah, well, I mean, he did it for a while. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, have to crack this open for these two. The word legendary is for real. The word for these two people. Yeah, these guys are icons. They truly are, so. Just for you guys. Well, Man, to, uh... so after the Alex Trebek one, mm-hmm. I went out and was watching. Have you ever seen that clip of when he, like, had to leave the show for a bit to undergo some pancreatic cancer stuff? And when he came back, this guy, like, purposefully threw final Jeopardy to give yes. all the money back to the show for him. Yeah. Like, I was watching that and was showing it to Taylor. Uh, I think Alex Trebek's fans loved him, like, in such a specific way. You know, like, I watched this one yeah. clip where it was a guy who had just won, and Alex was like, is anybody watching back home for you? And the guy started to get really emotional. He's like, well, I used to sit on my granddad's knee and watch you growing mm. up, and that's actually how I learned English. And so my granddad yeah. is cheering me on at home. And I'm like, oh my god, this guy learned English watching Jeopardy! I know. <sighs> they were actually saying that maybe, I can't remember which one, but one of the, like, all-time top-scoring Jeopardy people might be the person to host it from now on. Ken Jennings? I think so. I think, if anybody, probably Ken Jennings would be the one that they go with. I don't he... know. Like, would you want just a smart guy? Or would you want well, kind so of somebody... Is, what? He's he's not just a smart guy. He's pretty charismatic. He's got a okay. podcast, so you know he's okay. cool. Okay, Um. Yeah, he was, you know, a friend of the show, and he was just a really a good dude. He was fun to watch. He was on for so long, he may as well have been a co-host. Yeah, like, that's the guy that was on for, like, 22 straight days, right? I think even stupid. longer. His his record was crazy. Let me, let me Google it. Ken Jennings. He's an author now, okay, too. Yeah. That's the guy that I thought of. Yeah, so he... 74 wins. That's stupid, man. Yeah, that's a, a long fucking time. That is a smart dude. I know. Like, <sighs> whew, wow. I, like, might get a good a good day when there's, like, two categories that I know. I love Jeopardy. You know? I, I, I watch that shit like candy. God, I'm so bad at it, though. I'm, like, pretty decent at it. Not good enough to go on Jeopardy, I don't think, but I was always, I don't know, kind of a secret dream that I would get on Jeopardy one day. I've never tried out for it, but yeah, it would just, it would just be a cool thing. So, you know, I had him pulled up, and I just found out that there was a game show on Game Show Network from 2019 to 2020 that had him and Sherry Shepard on it. Not sure. Really? Okay. No, wait. Brooke Burns. Okay. Our uh, very own Dallas lady. I love Brooke Burns. Yeah, she and Ken Jennings were on there. I mean, Sherry Shepard is on here, too. What'd they host? Having been... It's this show called Masterminds. Masterminds. It was on okay. Game Show Network for a year. And I guess it is over now because, I mean, he may be leaving to, you know, go do the other thing, so... That makes sense. There we go. We got the election at, out of the way. We got the worst segment on the show out of the way. 
<laughs> Let's move on to better items. Uh, I don't have any. You know why? Oh, why? Allergies, man. Oh, allergies fucking you up? Dude, it is the it is the season. Your season, I guess. Mine are... Oh my god, they're killing me. Spring and summer. See, mine's spring and fall. Mm. Like, it happens twice. And god, it, it's like nothing I do works. Everything is awful. You should go see an allergist. I, I feel like... I want to. I think you should. I, I mean, I always just was like, I have to live with my allergies, and now I'm on three different allergy pills, and I feel fine. Like, yeah. I, I don't get allergies much anymore. Yeah, I I would just, I want the shots or something where it just, like, they go away forever. Yeah, just knock your shit out. I was actually Googling them today. Yeah, that's that's the stage that you're at. You're so deep in the allergy. You're well, starting I was to like, okay, what is the point, like, you know... Our bodies are designed to do things for reasons. Uh-huh. But what is the purpose of an allergy? Right? Just to make your body be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, there's not one. Apparently, it's... I guess they were useful when we were... You know, the world was so much worse, you know? Yeah, it's... I mean, it's... What it is is just a foreign body that enters your body, and your body doesn't recognize it, so it's like protect us and it swells up and you know your yeah. eyes get watery and your nose gets watery because you're trying to expel the the bad shit well so it said there's two ways that the body handles a foreign body right okay so number one is i forgot the word for it but essentially it creates antibodies so like a sickness like a disease okay right so like when you get the flu your body comes up with antibodies, fights it back, and then it's more prepared for next time so it's not as bad, right? Right. Then there's expulsion. Expulsion. <laughs> expulsion, and that's supposed to be more for, like, parasites and stuff. Okay, so, like, like when you get the shits. Yeah, like, we just, like, purge it, we get it out of the body, and then we're good, right? All right. And some people were saying that the reason that allergies are so much worse in people these days is because... We're, we are a cleaner people. Oh, okay. So we're and not, I guess like, we down don't, in the dirt with the pigs anymore? Yeah, we don't get enough bacteria as a kid, because we're not out, like, in the world, you know, catching stuff and building up the antibodies, and so right. our bodies grow up and turn towards expulsion, and that's why we get mucus and watery eyes, because it's literally just trying to flush the stuff out. So you heard it here first, guys. Let your kids eat dirt. For real, like, why not? <laughs> yeah, so I was digging into that, and then it's like, I mean, think about it. Like, why do we have food allergies? Because right. Because a food is not bad for you. It is a foreign body, but it's nothing dangerous. Why would I your know. body almost kill you because of it? Like, people with severe peanut allergies, you know? They eat a peanut, and they're just like, Ugh, fucking die. Yeah. Like, what is the point of that body? Think about that, because I can eat peanuts, and they're delicious, and I love it. Yeah. You know? Like, there's no reason that a person with a peanut allergy should not be able to have a peanut. Right. But yet, allergies. I'm just so mad at them, and I hate them. I'm sorry. They're so pointless. <laughs> allergies do really suck. Ugh. Man. Um, I did want to tell you one thing. Okay. I finished The Good Place. I am so excited and ready to talk about it. Okay. Uh, Do you want to talk about it here? I think we should. Or you want to save it? I think we should save it. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll talk about it at a later time. Yeah. But so, here's what I want to say about it, though. Okay. Me and Taylor both got pretty bored around season three. Really? We did not like it when they, like went back to earth kind of thing yeah i mean it does get a little bit weird in there like that little i mean it's about half of that season yeah but like that half we were like yeah it lost all of its mojo yeah and then it immediately picks it back up yeah it comes right back around with it yeah um so I keep telling you about, like, all these masterclass shows and things that are, like, truly perfect and all that shit. Yes. I'd throw it in there. Good. It it's where was, it belongs. It was pretty amazing. I'm like, so glad you liked truly it. Truly amazing. And I 
think it benefited from the short seasons. Yes. And the fact that there were only the four. Like, it knew where it was going, and it went there, and it pays off in spades perfectly. It's great. Yes. I'm I'm happy that you and I can agree on this. It's truly, truly good. We'll have to uh, go deep on it for a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got things to say about the ending. I also have things to say about um, Avatar The Last Airbender because I am eight episodes away from finishing it, so I will be shortly okay. wrapping that one up. So in two words, it doesn't have to be, like, uh, just, just give me two words, what you think the moment is that I kept talking about that you think that you got to. Oh, it's bloodbending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bloodbending, man. Okay. Yeah, I have I have a lot of thoughts on that that we should also address at a later date. But so yeah, that is that is for real. I I can remember. I mean, I remember the show. Uh huh. But like when I look fondly back on it, there's like several moments that stand out. Yeah, you know. And bloodbending's one of them. Oh, that is a moment. That's that's a like, moment, all right. That happened, and I sat up in bed. I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, so after we recorded the last one, uh, I edited it, and I was thinking about it, because, you know, I, I didn't tell you what it was, but I was like, man, I want to watch that scene. So I found it on YouTube. Yeah. And it it hit me just as hard, still. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I forgot that was so spooky. It is really spooky. Yeah. I oh. love the show. It's so well done. I'm Okay, good. I'm excited about it. Oh man. Okay. So if you're like at the final eight, there's like a point where you can't stop. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. So I was like, maybe I should just take a day and like binge these last eight because I, I feel like it's ramping up to the point now where I won't be able to put it down. Well, I mean really it's like you shouldn't stop. For the finale. Okay. You know, it's like, I mean, you could, but it probably wouldn't be the best. Okay. It's really the final four. Okay. So you have eight. Okay. So you're about to hit a two-parter and then there's two good shows, but yeah. So the final four shows are called part one, part two, part three, and part four. Like, okay. So they're literally to... four show block that should be watched at the end there. Then I will set those aside and watch them as they are intended to be. Um, yeah, definitely, because I'm looking at when it when it released. Uh-huh. So they all came out... Man, this, show's, this show got intense. It <laughs> was releasing weekly, and then for the finale, they started releasing it daily. Oh my god. Can you imagine being a kid and like your favorite show starts releasing daily? Yeah. So the final little bit here was releasing daily, and those final four all released on the same day. That's so cool. What? Yeah, so, yeah, that's meant to be watched unending. You just have to go through it. So those final four, that's how you gotta do it. Okay, good to know. Yes. Um, I do have an important announcement that I cannot wait to get into here. Okay. I have a new flavor of La Croix in my hand. <laughs> okay. So I've opened it, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't given it the sniff test yet, and I haven't tasted it yet. All right. Um, I've been searching for this one because I haven't been able to find it on its own, but I found it in bulk at the Sam's Club uh, with course. the limoncello and the uh, hibiscus flavors, which are my two favorites. It's oh, I wouldn't call hibiscus one of my favorites <laughs> actually. Limoncello definitely up there, but hibiscus, you know, it's it's good. But okay. anyway. This one's packaged with them. It's called a pesticke. A what now? Pesticke. I don't know how to say it. Okay. I think it's French for watermelon. Okay. I haven't wanted to try it. I've been nervous because I don't like watermelon flavored things, but I really, really love watermelon. Yeah. So. Well, give it the old sniff. This is what we're here for. This is hot journalism, you guys. I'm going to sniff yep. this thing. Oh, it smells like a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> okay. I hate watermelon Jolly Ranchers. I hope you have a backup drink. I mean, I've got a bottle of water. Okay. 
Let's uh, let's give this the sip. Ooh. I didn't oh. hear just immediate like blah blah blah. So I'm trying to evaluate the uh the okay. the mouth feel. Okay. You're supposed to aerate swirl the flavors around. <laughs> that's a ten. That's that's a two, maybe. <laughs> God, I, I don't know how I feel about it. It tastes it tastes more like oh God, I don't know, because like when you start to drink it. It's it's one of those evolving flavors. You start to drink it, and it has that like sharp watermelony artificial taste, but then like at the end, those, it washes those... it out, and it's like oh yeah, those final notes are not bad. So I probably won't buy it again, but it's okay. Okay, <laughs> that's my take on it. Does it go up to a three, a four at least? Um, or is it still hard too? I might have to rate it again at the end of the episode when I finish okay. my liqueur. <laughs> okay. Man, I've been thinking lately about journalists because for a while I did entertain the career of, like, journalism, you know, going and being a news reporter. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I remember in um, in sixth or eighth grade, I can't remember which one it was. It was in middle school. I think it was in eighth grade. Our uh, LEAP teacher, who had been our LEAP teacher for the entire sixth, seventh, and eighth, the entire middle school. Okay. She, like, wrote us each a letter that was... Um, she was predicting what our futures would be like. Okay. So the job that she thought that I would go into or that I would be best suited for was um, a TV show host for children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, podcasting is kind of almost like a TV Co-hosting show host for, for, for big children. children. Yeah, for big children. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not that far off, Miss Coonrod. <laughs> Thank you for the prediction. Oh my god. I'm bringing you good funny. journalism here, cracking open fresh new flavors. That is really funny. Did you ever think about going into journalism like as a career? No, not at all. Yeah. I don't know. Like I oh, always... Okay, okay, false, false. Really? I did want to be a movie reviewer for like a really long time. Mm, yeah. See that's so, still journalism. Yeah, so technically <laughs> yes I did. Yeah, so entertainment journalism. Yes. I always thought about being, like, one of those reporters that is just, like, breaking the big stories, you know, like, digging in and getting deep on stuff and, like, finding dirt. No, I never dirt. wanted that. I don't know. Something about that just still appeals to me. I don't know why. I just want to be, like, the whistleblower, the one who breaks the story. Man, you can get in some dangerous situations there. I know. I, sometimes, I go on the internet and... I, because I am a weird person who is obsessed with death and grim things. I like to Google, like, news reporters reporting on big disasters. Yeah. So I Googled um, the Challenger, like, when the, when the Challenger exploded and they had to report on it, you know? Because that was happening live. Like, they watched the rocket launch. Uh, yeah. And they watched it explode live on air. And that fucks me up a little bit. Like, and then, imagine. Yeah, okay. But you got to be calm, though. Yes, that's the thing. Is like the journalist, the anchor has to just deliver the news. Like, yeah, you have to well, then just turn around and go. That exploded. <laughs> yes, I, and just the way that they're delivering these lines. And there was um, there was a short clip on YouTube. I'll have to find it and link it. Of like this, the scene of the newsroom at the time of the Challenger exploded. Like okay. they had the anchors just being like super calm and reporting and stuff. And then there were like the the research reporters behind the scenes and like the audio techs were like shut up we need full quiet in here somebody call the challenger people somebody call the space station somebody call nasa they were just like everyone's calling and i i thrive in those like panicky moments i want to be that person you know that's like in control of the newsroom so you so so you want to be in the back though you don't want to just be the face giving the news you want to be i want to be the one digging it you want to be making the news i want to be making the news okay Okay. Is it too late to go into that as a career? <laughs> no, because I still keep thinking like, man, I really, really could get into geology and be happy. Yeah, let's uh, let's go back to back to college. Why not? Just do over. Sure. Do over. Yeah. Yeah, like <gasps> Taylor tries to get me to do it all the time. She's like, you should just do it. 
And God, I'm like, I would but if I there can't, wasn't like, though, man. Yeah, I really can't. Like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go to work and make money, and also, yeah, there's a lot of money associated with going to college. So, oh yeah, it's like I can't go do some rock internship for two years while I'm trying to have a job, and make money too. You know? Yeah, if only. Like, I wonder what the internship for a geologist is. You just have to go sleep with the rocks outside. Go sleep with the rocks. (laughs) You just gotta, like, go outside and, like, live amongst the rocks for a while. (laughs) What? It's just, like, learn the ways of the rocks. Think about any (laughs) geologist you've ever seen. They're really weird, and it's probably because they had to go be alone with rocks for a year. I know one cool geologist, <laughs> okay. and he is a he is a cartoon character. So, <laughs> um, uh, Stan's dad, Randy, on South Park. Yeah, he's a geologist. Okay, and he's like the coolest dude. But that's like the only cool one because uh, Big Bang Theory, the guy that's the geologist there, super weird. They're all super weird, aren't they? I, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's like real weird. Because he lives alone with his rocks. Okay. Oh, speaking of rocks, could I could I yell at you about a statue? Sure. Okay. I got so fucking fired up about this today. So they unveiled this statue in dedication to Mary Wollstonecraft. Let me look up this statue for you. So Mary Wollstonecraft. Do you know who Mary Wollstonecraft is? No. So you might know Mary Shelley Wollstonecraft. She's the author of Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Jesus. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Just some weird turtle they brought back to life. (laughs) So uh, Mary Wollstonecraft is like the one of the founding feminist like cornerstones. I would I would call her like the mother of feminism. Okay. Um, And so they unveiled this statue for her today and it's <laughs> it's maybe like one of the worst things I've ever seen let me just send you the link for this so is it like is it like a statue okay yeah so that okay so when you see this picture and you, you see this thing and you're like okay the statue is of just a fucking a naked woman with her whole bush out yeah but when you like go to this article and you look at the actual statue the actual statue itself is probably about uh, maybe five to six feet tall. She's so tiny. The little, like, there's like a six inch naked ass woman at the very, very top, the tippity top of this statue. The rest of the statue is just this, like, shapeless blob of, uh, like, it, it looks vaguely like... nipply smoke. Do you know what it looks like to me? What do you What do you think it looks like? Vulva, it, perhaps? No, no, it looks like the stuff that comes out of the kid in The Haunting in Connecticut. Oh my god! <laughs> it's do you know what I'm like, talking about? I've not seen The Haunting in Connecticut. Yes, you have. Have I? Right. I don't think so. With the with the box of eyelids. No, you've told me about it in detail. I remember this box of eyelids and I was like, I'm glad I didn't see it because that would have killed me. Oh, okay. Well, here. So, like, this kid gets, like, real powerful and can, like, see the spirits on the other side and they, like, come out of him at one point. Yeah. And it's just this, like, shapeless, weird goo and it looks just like that. Okay. <laughs> like, that's that's where my mind went, was that cover right there. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, for sure. But, um, like, why, though? So what is What what does this represent? It's supposed to... Okay, so the, the statue is called for Mary Wollstonecraft. It's not a statue of Mary Wollstonecraft. So yeah. the artist is trying to defend it by saying... Uh, okay, so the artist is trying to defend it by saying that this little tiny lady up at the top this little naked lady coming out the top of this big column of smoke is supposed to represent the quote-unquote every woman and she's naked because she's not limited by clothes because clothes define the person and she looks the way she looks because she's the shape we'd all like to be excuse me okay ek fucking excuse me that's the shape that every woman should want to be this like 
Uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone chiseled chin person? So, I mean, when you look at this, it's just a generic, like, a generic woman with a big bush, and she's just a fit little lady. Yeah. And I just, it's, it's so, it's so, like, pinhole and so, like, every woman wants to look like this. Fuck you for thinking that, or saying it even. And... I just, I feel like it's kind of an attack on Mary Wollstonecraft. Like, she wouldn't want this. A statue designed for the male gaze. A statue of a very normal-looking young woman who's just naked, perky tits out, for the whole world to see. Yeah. I just, I think that she would rather have something that goes with what she wrote about. Or just something, something more feminist in nature, you know? Yeah. I mean. I, I just love this sentence in the article that you gave me. It says, this one sentence in particular, it says, why does she have the flat abs of a fitness instructor and the spherical topiary bush? <laughs> it's so true. Like, she really does have, like, a big, just round-ass bush happening yeah. up in there. I don't, yeah, she just, it makes it makes me so mad. It's so, this is so weird. mad. It, it's upsetting to me as... A person, a lover of art and a feminist. This is upsetting to me. <laughs> I don't like it, yeah. Perhaps the worst intersectionality of my two favorite things. I just don't, like, Like I don't look at it and go, like, I mean, it's nice, though. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't get, I'm not getting anything from this. Yeah, I'm not either. And neither is Mary Wollstonecraft or the feminist yeah. movement. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I hate it a lot. So... If you look at that second one that's embedded in the uh, the tweet, uh huh, it looks like she's rising out of like a foot. <laughs> it does. Like, like it almost looks like this might be like the shapeless form of a woman. Yeah. And then that's the feet on the bottom. Like these almost look like straight up feet down there, where like she's coming out of. Yeah, you're right. It does look like a foot. So I'm wondering if it's like. Are you? I don't, are, I don't are know. Are you trying to say she's rising out of like all the ideas of what a woman like? That's what that is. It, is it like the things women should be inside the blob, and, and then for, she's rising from it? One of the most I'm, infuriating things about this is that the artist of the statue is a woman, and I'm like, what are you doing for our kind? Like, uh, it's, it's it's insulting. I honestly wouldn't have guessed that this was made by a lady. Yeah, me either. <laughs> okay. Well, I would have loved to have been there when they pulled the silk off of this thing. Yeah. Boo! And Boo! they were just like, from Mary Wollowscroft! And they just like, pull it off, and everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. Everyone starts to applaud right off the bat, because they're like, oh, it's new! Uh, oh, it's... It's hideous. I wonder what else this artist has done now that I'm thinking about it. Her name is Maggie Hambling. She's a British artist, principally a painter. Well, maybe she should have painted something then. Yeah, maybe she should have. She did an Oscar Wilde statue, and it looks... Wow. What the fuck? It looks... Oh my god. He looks like the seaweed monster from fucking Are You Afraid of the Dark? Send it to me, because I don't think I found the same thing. Yeah, click click this. <laughs> oh, I just man. think she shouldn't work in sculpture. I know that you wish that it would have looked like this one that I found, because this one is way cooler. Like, here. This is, this is the one that I found by typing in Oscar Wilde's statue, and I bet you wish this is what she made. Oh my god, I do wish that's what she made. <laughs> yeah, that's... Who's this suave-ass motherfucker? And then like here's hers that looks like some spaghetti noodle monster. Yeah, just loose spaghetti that somebody left out in the sun. That's like, help me! <laughs> okay, now that I've seen this, I feel a little less mad. Yeah, because it's just like, well, this is just what she does. She's just a bad artist, sorry. <laughs> like, she doesn't... So, yeah. I wonder how she comes up with her stuff. Like, she's clearly not doing it out of a style that is in any way attributed to the, uh, you know, the source material. Yeah. 
Because when so, I think Oscar Wilde, I don't think <laughs> Spaghetti Monster. This uh, quote from her about the statue. So exploring this memorial as a piece of public history is particularly interesting because it specifically aims to involve the passerby in having a conversation with Wilde himself. No, it does not. Sorry. <laughs> I do not want to talk to him. I want to run away from him. Yeah, I don't know. that. I, I just yeah, weird vibes it, it off of it. Even says on the back of that monument, a conversation with Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Like, she really thinks people are going to stop and talk. Dude, this is in London? I should have asked Jazz about this. <laughs> you should have. I'm going to hit her up and be like, hey, have you ever had a conversation with Oscar Wilde? And she'll be like, that, that thing? No. <laughs> that horrible melting plate of spaghetti? No, I haven't. I'm going to... I'm going to message her later and see what she has to say about it. All right. Is he British? Oscar yeah. Wilde? Okay, cool. I think so, right? Maybe. So maybe she'll, she'll be like, oh, I love him. I'll be like, what do you think of this? She'll be like, I don't love that. <laughs> old Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. Yeah, he's from Ireland, so. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. It's all the same over there, right? Yeah. Oh, man. They would, they would not like that. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, you know, New York to Texas, it's all the same, right? <laughs> We'd be like, no. Well, in, in moving on to um, better art, can I show you the wallpaper that I found? Yeah. Okay, so I've been searching for a wallpaper of D.Va from Overwatch because I love her so much. <laughs> I love her character. I love playing D.Va. I, I know you do. everything about her. So the problem with like trying to find tasteful art of diva for your desktop. Yep. It's is hard, man. I mean, yep. a lot of, there's so much so much Overwatch characters have just been like extrapolated into porn. Just so many of them all over the place. So much porn. But oh, poor yeah. diva has been the subject of so much of it because she is a <laughs> small Korean teenager. Yeah. And she's a gamer girl and she yeah, I don't know, she's just every she's very appealing to the internet. And they have yeah. done many a terrible thing to her. So, I mean, I we have we have cat schoolgirl skins for her and stuff I know. in the game itself. So I know. So I, after like a couple of Google attempts, I just okay. googled like Diva wallpaper, Diva Overwatch wallpaper. Please, no porn this time. Uh, I could I couldn't find any that I like trusted to download because they would all like lead me to websites that were like flashing tits and stuff at me so i'm like i'm not gonna click on anything in here so i, I go to my dear husband and i'm like please help me i so need like, hang on what are you searching on because i just did that search in google in google chrome and like the whole top row is really good pictures so they're like good pictures but they're not the quality that I want. <laughs> because about the fourth row down, I'm like, oh, yeah, there we go. I mean, you can't even get past the second row before you see ass, just like straight ass out everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. I, everything is just, it's so, like, you can't get a good wallpaper quality image by just Googling, I yeah. guess. I've, I've had troubles with it. So. Okay. So I you go to your husband, dear sweet husband. And I'm like, please help me get a wallpaper that isn't porn. And so <laughs> he also attempts to Google with me for a minute. And we're like, I give up. So we go to Steam. and there's Hang on. A... Do you know where I would have gone? Where would you have gone? Pinterest. Pinterest? Dude, you don't know how many wallpapers I've gotten from Pinterest. Really? Yeah, Pinterest is clean. Huh. If you want it to be clean. Okay. So... Hot tip for next time. All right, good to know. Okay. Um, I went to a, I went to Steam and downloaded a program called Wallpaper Engine, which okay is very cool. It was only like four bucks, so it wasn't you know break the bank, but it was worth it. I think to not have to look at terrible vile images of my poor sweet waifu. Yeah. So um, I found a live wallpaper and it makes me Ooh. extremely happy. I'm going to share my screen with you so you can have a look at it. Okay. It's live. Look at her. Ah, she's busy. Yeah, she's working on the mech. Sparks be flying and shit. That's actually really cool because it's all like beat up and gross. Yes. And it's going to become what we all know later. Yes, it's all like grungy and mechanical. I love it. You can like see the guts of the mech. That's the guts I want to see. Overwatch, the mech, not my poor baby. Man, that's cool. 
yeah there's like a bunch of different wallpapers that i found i found this other one where she's like sitting in front of a bunch of screens and it looks real cool and it's also animated okay okay i like it a whole lot i just i really recommend just this program wallpaper engine so it's on steam yeah i think this might have been the one that i read about when i was trying to get into some of these and you could also change like so if you speed up the playback rate she really get working on that mic and like the sparks be flying and shit oh yeah slow it down and get slow mo sparks oh that's spooky i know it's weird <laughs> so yeah i think if uh if i ever needed wallpapers in the future this is gonna be my stop not sponsored just passionate <sighs> Love. The i might wallpaper. have to i might have to go check it out and see if there's anything like really good on there for my stuff yeah that's cool because i really wanted a live one after seeing that that was a thing yeah but I didn't trust any of the places that it said to do it. Exactly. Like, none of the sites look legit. I'm sorry. If your site has a porn advertisement, I'm not going to be <laughs> clicking around on stuff in there. If I don't, like, kind of know your name, or if somebody hasn't referred me to you that I personally know, I'm not going to use it, you know? Yeah. Like, I know what Pinterest is, so I've gone to Pinterest and got, like, most every phone wallpaper for my phone has come from there. Really? Like, Pinterest just has good shit. Well, maybe I'll look for a phone wallpaper then. Because it used to be DeviantArt. That's where I would go. Yeah, which also is a bit of a minefield if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah, because it's all fan stuff. So really, even if it's not porn, it just might not be, you know, to the quality that I'm looking, you know? Yeah. But Pinterest seems to have it. So Pinterest, do you know what I was getting wallpapers of back then? from there my little pony no oh uh so i discovered the wonderfulness of pinterest wallpapering when i was trying to find zombie tramp wallpapers oh okay and all of my good unwatermarked zombie tramp wallpapers all came from pinterest that's cool we're gonna have to post some uh, zombie tramp art to pinterest because i don't think enough people are aware of your zombie bride yeah, which it reminds me, it is Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. so I should put up the Thanksgiving one. Uh, you have, like, seasonal zombie tramp wallpapers? Yeah, she's got Halloween ones, Christmas ones, uh, Easter, New Year's. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, she's got a bunch. Stu absolutely hates the Thanksgiving one. Oh no, why? Um, so, in this one... She is dressed up as a pilgrim, which is cute, right? Okay. But the roasted pig is a human with the apple stuck in this human's mouth. And it's missing <laughs> arms and legs, and they're just, like, sewn together. Okay. <laughs> I I remember showing Stu, and he was like, is, th- it, is that? And then, like, he kind of, like, went wobbly, like he was going to faint. And he was really? like, is, it, is that a person? I was like... <laughs> Yeah, she's a zombie. Stew. A zombie tramp. <laughs> and he was like, I don't like that. Take that away. That's ooky. <laughs> Kelsey, that man said it was ooky at me. Ooky. Okay. Not not icky, not spooky. It was ooky. Like Adam's family style. <laughs> man, I haven't had a zombie tramp wallpaper on my phone in a long time. Good I've been tramp. I've been rocking this uh, this uh, Goku wallpaper since I was in the what? UK in February. Why? I got really into Dragon Ball, remember? Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> that you were all about the meat and veg. Yeah. And it's it's a dark wallpaper, so it's really good for, like, when you turn on your phone at night. It doesn't just, like, yeah. blind you. That's a good idea, man. I have a picture of my white cat on a white background for my No, I hate paper. that. I like dark. So I showed you my wallpaper, right? Uh huh. It's a it's it's just black with the one little symbol on the front, and that's it. Yeah. So this one, it's essentially just just black with like a red moon, and then Goku's silhouette in black on the front. So it's a really just dark wallpaper. How moody! I kind of only like dark wallpapers now. Yeah, it's a way to go. Dark mode, everything. Uh, yeah, dude. Once that happened, I gave up on ever having not that. Yeah. Um, 
Let me see if I can send this to you. Oh. Let's see a kitty. Does he have a tail? Yeah, because he's a monkey. What? Skok is a monkey? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, remember that game that I told you about, that Black Wukong? Yeah. With the uh, bug butt physics? Yeah. And the main guy's a monkey? Uh-huh. That's who Goku's based off of. Oh. I so, thought Goku was just a little human boy. No, he's straight up got a tail, because I thought the same thing when I watched it. I was like, why is this fool have a tail? <laughs> I think at some point they do just remove it forever. That's, I mean, like, against his will? I don't know, because I still haven't watched that far. Okay. But so, so he has the monkey tail, and it's his one weak spot. So, like, if you grab his tail, you essentially just, like, nerf him. He's just done. Oh. Right? Okay. And when the full moon comes out, he turns into a gigantic killer ape and just starts, like, wreaking havoc everywhere. All right. And I'm pretty pretty sure, like, 90% sure that one of the times that he did that, he accidentally killed his grandpa. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's why his grandpa's dead in the beginning of the show. Great. But later, they... Oh, man, you wouldn't like that. The first time he, turn he like, hulks out like that. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what to do. They're like, his tail, what do we do? And somebody turns into a giant pair of scissors and oh. legit just, like, snips off his tail. Oh, God. My butt yeah, just it, clenched like, up. Yeah, it, it, like, really hurt me to just see them go, shink. God. Snippy, God. snippy. And then he was without it for about a season, and then it grew back. Okay, like a gecko, I guess. So I know... I know it's gone because, like, when you picture Goku from like Dragon Ball Z, I don't I've see a tail. Like, never ever. pictured a tail. Yeah, yeah. So I think at some point they fully get rid of it in some way, but I don't know. Okay, listeners, write in. Tell us. Does Goku have a tail? Yeah, he has a tail, but don't tell me about it later. I gotta watch it. <laughs> okay, don't write in yet. <gasps> yet. Um. So yeah. See, I I just like these dark ones. Yeah. And here, you know what? While I'm drawn I'm, to the darkness. While I'm at it. Um, oh, I'm going to go back to the election stuff real quick. Uh-oh. Did you watch Saturday Night Live? Oh, my God. I saw I saw the cold open, but that's it. <laughs> uh, okay, so you didn't see Dave Chappelle's monologue. I saw the bad joke that he made. Which one? Because there was one where Taylor was like, <laughs> so And made... I was rolling. He made a pretty a pretty poor taste joke about Freddie Mercury. I didn't really think it was that bad. Really? Because I, I, I don't it makes think it's sense. a good joke for 2020. Like, I don't know. It seemed pretty, pretty much like old school comedy, you know, like Chappelle is used to doing. I mean, I liked it. Okay, well. <laughs> but for real, Taylor like scrunched up and just goes, okay. And I was like... I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, it, I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I was not I was not happy about it. Oh, man. I thought it was great. Everything that he did, I thought was pretty good. What other jokes did he have? Well, he's, he's, he's kind of getting like this these days, where, like, he'll be doing jokes, and then he just switches and gets real. That's just how Dave Chappelle is, though, right? Like, I feel like that's how all of his comedy has always been. Well... It's it's been a bit lighter, but like now he'll just like his like switch will flip and then he's just like mad and it's like I'm not funny now, <laughs> you know. And you're like, you feel like you're getting scolded, kind of, you know. Okay. Um, he did that a couple times and then he said something that made Taylor, like, really kind of go like, mm, and get kind of sad. Okay, what was it? He 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 flipped into one of his like scold moments and then he was all like, you know, we're kind of at the point that people don't want to listen to what you have to say or what I have to say unless there's a punchline at the end of it. Yeah. He's like we can't just say what's real and what's true unless we make a joke about it. I mean, that's true though, right? <laughs> it is very true. But it was just like yeah. You know. Have you have you seen the I hesitate to call it a comedy special. The uh, the speech, I guess, by Hannah Gatsby, Nanette. No. So it's on Netflix. It's under it's 
it's listed as a stand-up comedy. And I mean, it is in the format of a stand-up comedy. She makes jokes and stuff, but it is really, it's about her personal trauma. And she like pulls it all out in a way that starts as a comedy show and it ends very much as a lecture. And it is so poignant and well done and good. I fucking love Hannah Gatsby. Okay. So I super highly recommend that, but um, it's, it's go don't go into it thinking that I'm going to have a good time and laugh all the way through this. Okay. You'll have to send that to me and I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I will. Oh, so I just sent you a couple wallpapers. You sure did. That is that is some zombie tramp content right there. Yep. Uh so yeah, that's the ooky man pig that Stu does not like. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I thought it was so funny. I like zombie tramp. I've never read any of it, but the art style appeals to me. Well, so this is by the original guy. So he's not the one. I mean, of course, he would be my favorite artist for it. Uh-huh. But the guy that does most of the covers that I really like. So that's the Dan Mendoza stuff. But then there's these ones. It looks like the signature says AOD. Well, so that's a uh, comic brand. Oh, okay. So, like, that was an exclusive cover for AOD Comics. Ah. That was back when I was into comics, trying to collect them, and I was trying yeah. to learn that shit. Oh, it's a uh, Bob McKay, I think. I think oh, he Halloween is... Halloween one is so cute. He is my favorite zombie tramp artist, I think. Like, he he just... He really gets her, I think. And he does yeah. a good job. Yeah. Bill, Bill McKay. I'm sorry. Like, he just does really, really good ones. I like these. We'll have to they're post always, these to Instagram. They're always really neat. Hang on. Here. Then you would like this one. That's the one that I always use. Yes. Pumpkin guts. Pumpkin guts. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, so there's that one. Or you can have, of course, this one, which I can't really have when I'm at oh work. Oh, my. <laughs> you are all <laughs> wallpapered up. There are so many different of them. Well, so there's always a clean version and then the the topless one. Okay. Which, uh, the comic book store that I go to, uh, actually gets me all the topless covers. <laughs> all right. So I buy two issues of every single one. So you're like the weird zombie tramp guy that only comes in to collect his box of, like, softcore zombie porn. Yep. <laughs> yep. I am the only person that buys it there, and, and they have to call me. They have to call me and go, "Hey, you haven't been here in a while," oh and God. they pull out five issues, which is ten comics. Jesus! And I always flip them upside down because the barcodes are on the back, so they don't look at them. But sometimes <laughs> they get to it first, and I get some looks every time. <laughs> and I just kind of stand there, and I'm like. She's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Her backstory is killer. I believe you. And they're just like, yeah, we never ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think I think one person at one time did ask and go like, so is this good? And I was like, I mean, that's why I buy it. Sure. Sure. So... I, back on Overwatch, I recently Hi, reached Gold Border. Okay. I don't understand the border shits. It's such a stupid way of counting levels. Well, yeah, but, like, you can get a border just a random time while you're, like, build Because, like, I've gotten one at, like, 162, and it's, like, that's not, that's so, not a round number. <laughs> The way it works is, like, so you, you get your, your standard border, and then every 10 levels, they add a set of wings to it. Mm. And then at your 100th level, you well, at your 101st level, actually, because, so you go level, like, 1 to 100 with your standard border with the wings. Okay. And then you start on level 101, and you have a star, and that's your bronze star. Yes. That's, then you go up to five stars with the bronze, and then you start over at silver with the plain border, you get the wings, and then you get all the stars. Okay. And once you have finished your bronze and your silver ones, so after, what, 1,200-ish levels? Something like that, yeah. Then you then you finally hit your gold border, 
and then after gold you hit like the gold and silver and then after that one you get the shiny shiny border yeah i've seen the people with those just madness like that's so much time to spend on the game i'll hit there probably eventually but for now i have uh just got my very very first probably not because part two will come out and you'll start all over again i don't think we're gonna have to start over with part two though i think it's gonna be integrated into overwatch one i bet they go you gotta start over with borders i'll be real sad if that's the case because my border is so pretty now and it matches the skin they will be like levels start from scratch but you can keep all the costumes and stuff that you've earned previously who knows overwatch 2 may never ever come out i know and shit i just i i think about it all the time i can't wait (laughs) i want that robot to push my payload i know you do oh man but um yeah i got i got my gold border in overwatch um it it really means not can can i just say i'm impressed are you okay thank you (laughs) i am impressed because it doesn't really like mean much because everyone everyone will hit gold border eventually if you just play long enough and get enough experience well i mean yeah but you have though yeah like i have like it it just shows like how committed you are to the game i have 800 hours on this game like that's that's what it means yeah yeah but like it was i don't know important to me in a way so like i i've been chatting with my overwatch team all week just like i'm gonna hit my gold border and they're like oh we're so excited for you it's graduation time (laughs) and so like we all had we had like a six stack and we were playing and it was the game where my border was going to flip over and i got like this really really good play i had a huge bomb and yeah i got play of the game and then i got the card at the end of it and everybody upvoted my card and it was just it was just a really nice match like we ended up losing the match but it was yeah it was fun and it didn't feel like a loss and it was just a good time with my friends and it just got me to think you know like i have spent 800 hours in this game and most of it is with these people that i don't even know in person you know like they're yeah they're such close friends of mine we've known each other for years now but it's just i don't know it was it was just it made me reflect on online friendships and how much people can mean to you even though you never have actually seen them in person yeah it was nice well good i'm happy it was heartwarming i wish that i could roll over all my playstation time to the pc so that i didn't that that it could be more than i am <laughs> like i've finally passed where i was on the playstation on the computer damn so how many like, hours do you have on the computer um i don't even know do you know what border you're at oh i mean i'm bronze for sure yeah i just hit 500 hours on diva that's embarrassing like i remember when you were tracer yeah i like tracer was my girl i have i still have 117 hours on her i think and it's been 117 for a couple of years now yeah because at some point you just left her behind because uh, fuck this they introduced brigida and doomfist and i can't fucking play tracer around them because i'm not good enough i think this is just like a very overwatchy conversation that people are not going to understand if they're not playing overwatch but it's such a power creep meta like people have gotten so good at dps that i can no longer compete with the people that are good at dps you know i feel like in tanking and in healing mostly in tanking i am pretty good but i i can't aim well enough i don't have enough game sense to be good at dps i have played 159 hours that's not bad though yeah but then you gotta think if that could be from you know the playstation as well yeah that could be double um my top person is moira with 21 hours you have such you must have like an even spread of heroes uh pretty much so i go 21 then lucio's 19 but that's just because of lucio ball (laughs) uh then orissa's 13 mercy's 11 diva's 10 reinhardt 10 and then six six, like i use a lot i use a lot of people i have diva and then I have Mercy and Moira, and I can play Tracer if I am forced into DPS. Yeah, but I also do a lot of mystery heroes, so... Yeah, I played mystery heroes for a long time when I first started playing Overwatch, which is, like, kind of how I learned the game, you know? 
I just think it's fun because you kind of have to make do whatever you're given. Yeah, you get to build and skill I just and a bunch of different neat. things. I just think they're neat. Reinhardt's probably going to start climbing this rank pretty yeah. soon. You've been I'm, obsessed with him lately. I'm real big into Reinhardt lately. You should get that, um, that Lego Reinhardt. Have you seen him? I have not. Oh my god, he's so cute. <gasps> Lego Reinhardt and Diva is the first Google result? Did they have a little diva? I mean, oh my god, maybe? I didn't know they were sold in a set. You can buy it. Oh my god. We should buy I this will... and build this whenever coronavirus is over. Okay. That'll be a stream. And then you take your piece home and I'll take my piece home. Yeah, 455 pieces? Holy shit, I want this. <laughs> Alright, slap that over here. I want to see him. We'll put that I in our build his hammer. Goals. Yeah, I want to build me? this mech. I know that they have a Lego Bastion. I would love to build him. Oh, that's cool. How are there 455 pieces in this? Where are they? I like that he is uh, sold out. Yeah. But there is a Lego store literally right here. Yeah, so like I Lego could probably Land. talk to them. Dude, that diva's cool. I know. Does she come out? Yeah, I it opens so the diva can does. fit inside. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, dude. I want that Reinhardt. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, I've always liked Reinhardt, but for some reason, like, I'm about him lately. <laughs> God, me and this other dude were just full on trying to out Reinhardt each other. Yeah. This one game. That's how it goes. Like, every time there's a Ryan on the opposing team, the, the blue Ryan has to just fucking go for him. I feel like anytime somebody sees who they're playing on there, they're it's like... a dogfight. I must show them that I'm the better one. Exactly. That's my mentality. Taylor says that shit all the time. She'll be playing Brigitte or Ash, because that's pretty much her big two. Yeah. And I remember hearing her one day from, like, the other room, just, I am the superior Ash! <laughs> just screaming it. That's exactly how I am, though. Like, when I see another diva, I'm like, you picked the wrong fucking diva to mess with. <laughs> well... Speaking of games and future stream goals, I guess. Yes. <sighs> I told you I wasn't going to do this, but I'm doing it. What are you doing? So Thursday, so in two days, and then to all of you listening to this, four days ago. Okay. okay I'm doing everything in my power to get a PlayStation 5 that day. Oh, God. What are you going to do? Well, they're only selling them online. Yeah. But I work, so... I'm going to try, so I'm going to, I'm going to stay up till midnight to see if it updates. Okay. And if it hasn't, I'm going to go to bed and then I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. Because I feel like for, for some reason, I'm thinking 6 a.m. is like a good time to like refresh your page and start showing stock for some reason, right? Okay. That's just the feeling in your bones. That's just the feeling in my bones. Okay. And then I'm immediately going to go ahead and just go to work, get an early start on the day, right? Okay. Because Best Buy's open at 10 a.m., so I'm going to be sitting on the app, getting ready, but I've already already done a bunch of my job out there doing stuff, right? Yeah. So I can take the time to just sit there. I'm going to see what I can do, because they're only selling them online. There will be none in any store. Well, that's good, I guess, just for the safety yeah. of humanity. Yeah, they're online only. And, I mean, everything I've ever heard has said, if you didn't get a pre-order, basically count out getting one this year. Yeah, that's how it kind of feels for all the, you know, gaming and systems like, and graphics cards. And then they were like, if you try to get one day one, because they're only going to be online, but you don't get it the, the, the day of, count it out till spring of next year. I mean, everything's saying, you're going to get it next year. Yeah. But I'm going to... I'm going to I'm going to try my gosh darn hardest. Okay? You got to try. But if I get one, I'm unboxing it for you guys. Oh, for sure. Yes, that would be so much fun. I'm going to show you guys this shit cuz I also don't know where I'm going to put it. So you get to watch me freak out about having no place to put this 14-inch beast. Yeah. So of uh, a console. I guess we'll update on Twitter and Instagram uh the day that this comes out whether or not Robert got one. Yeah. So if I get one Thursday, I'll keep quiet, and then I'll let you guys know. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get ready for no sleep that day. Hell yeah. But that's the way you gotta do it, if you want that stuff. 
Gotta put in the hours. Refreshing that browser. Oh, yeah. Are you ready to <laughs> cut this monkey's tail off? <laughs> Are you ready to unveil some horrible art? Sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. Tell all of your friends about us. Have you told your friends about us? Have, Have you? you gotten in your six stack on Overwatch and been like, hey, guys. Let's win this match and listen to some Yimtope. Because if you haven't, you probably should. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly, every Monday. And I mean, every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday. All day. All day. Well, all Mondays. All Monday. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Give us a five stars because you love the fact that we're always so punctual, so so just with it, with our release schedule. That would help us out so much so we could ensure we are there for every Monday to come. Hell yeah. And you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on Twitch where we're doing so much. Uh, we just had a big old stream again, the streamtober. Um... Now that's done, but we are still doing our monthly live shows on there. Mm -hmm, so please, mm -hmm. please join us. I know that you guys had a really, really good time for Primal last month. Um, let us know what you want us here next month. You know, do yeah. you want to see us stream a game again? Do you want to see us do another live show? What would you like from Yimtope? Email us your ideas to ymbtoap at gmail.com. Any listener mail at all, anything you want. You send us a listener mail. And I'll send you a sticker, unless you already have a sticker. <laughs> Maybe you want more stickers. I don't know. Then send us more mail. Yeah. Yeah. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Check him out on YouTube where he does all of his awesome stuff, making the coolest music. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. What horrible art will be unveiled next? We had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. I've been into my nose. I can't decide. Let's blow our noses together. A symphony of terrible. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Go. I can't hear if you're blowing your nose because I'm blowing mine so loud. I don't blow my nose that hard. I don't know how people make that noise. I don't know how people don't make that noise. I can't not make a noise like that when I blow my nose. Like, how hard are you blowing? Jeez. As hard as humanly possible. Do you know what sound mine makes? The sound of wind escaping your <sighs> Yeah, it just, it just blows. I've never gotten the people that, like, play trumpet on their nose. That's me, baby. First chair trumpet.